Good morning, and welcome to another mini Monday episode of Crime Over Coffee. We're your hosts. I'm Erica. And I'm Abby. Today, I'm going to tell you guys about the very active disappearance of Linda Stoltzfus. So pour yourselves a strong cup of joe, and let's dive in. On June 21st, 2020, 18-year-old Linda Stoltzfus was walking home from church. She is a member of an Amish community in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. It was about a mile from where the church service was held to her home, and she did not make it. Her family searched the area and could not find her anywhere. The next day, they went to the police and filed a missing persons report. They suspect that she went missing sometime around 12.40 p.m., and she was last seen at a farm on Stumptown Road in Bird in Hand, which Bird in Hand is like a little village area. I had to look that up because that's kind of a strange name for a town or village, but it is part of the East Lampeter Township in, like I said earlier, Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. So is that on what would have been her route home from the church? Yes. I'm going to say a lot of roads and locations in this. Like I said, it's a very active case and the FBI is involved and they put a lot of emphasis on if anybody has seen anything suspicious in certain areas. So I want to make sure I highlight those areas. She was last seen wearing a tan dress, a white apron, and a white cape. Investigators came in. They brought in dogs, horses, ATV equipment, and searched everywhere and find no trace of Linda. So you said she's 18. Is there any chance that she decided to just up and start a new life? Her family and members of her community, as well as investigators and detectives, are pretty dead set on saying that she did not just take off on her own accord and that she would not do that. There was no indication that she had ever even wanted to leave her community or had a history of having issues. From all accounts, she was just a normal teenage girl growing up in her family and community. Hundreds of volunteers come forward and help search the areas, and they even are able to set up a Facebook page for her. Their community allowed it. Like I said, she was part of the Amish community, so that typically does not involve technology. But for this case, they did put together a Facebook page in hopes of getting some information as to what happened to Linda. I'm glad that they let them use Facebook as a form of getting this information out there because it is such an active platform and people share missing persons flyers constantly on Facebook. They're always coming across our feed. So it's really nice that they took this very seriously and were like, you know what, this is a situation where it's appropriate to use social media. It is really touching when you go on the Facebook page, you can see a lot of videos that are being posted of vigils they've been having and this group and community really coming together and praying and really hoping for some answers. And we'll have the link to the Facebook page when we post this so you guys can go check it out and get more information and see how much this community is coming together. A couple of days go by and nothing seems to be turning up, but at this point, the FBI is involved. A lot of different investigating agencies are involved. They have some witnesses come forward and tell police that they had seen either a red or orange car in the area with an Amish woman in the passenger seat and a man driving. So I know you were talking about how it's a pretty predominantly Amish area. So would it have been weird for a car to have been in the area at this time of day? Where the car was 
seen, no. There is like towns and stuff around that location, just like other um, areas with Amish communities. However, it does for me seem weird that she would be in a car with someone, like a man that she didn't know without her family present or anything. The circumstances were definitely strange. And then, you know, people are hearing about how Linda's missing and putting two and two together. Had she been acting weird that they reported at all, like up until the disappearance, indicating that maybe she was talking to somebody she shouldn't have been? No, they have not mentioned anything about her behavior being strange. From what I can tell, this was just like out of nowhere, completely random. Police follow up on these leads and actually find some people in the area that had surveillance videos up outside their houses and businesses, and they were able to get a car make and model and then track it to 34 year old justo smoker was this guy from the area yes he was from the area and he actually has a little bit of a criminal background justo roberto smoker was actually serving time in prison up until february 28th 2019 so he had not been out of prison very long him and his brother had used a bb gun to rob some different businesses and 2006 and so they were convicted and sentenced to serve 12 and a half to 30 years in prison so going from robbing businesses with bb guns to kidnapping a full-grown woman seems like a bit of a stretch it does make me wonder if there's something else going on that we just haven't found out or know about however the fbi was able to locate justo and they did take him into custody and arrest him on a felony kidnapping and misdemeanor of false imprisonment charge. Currently though, all they have found as evidence of Linda is some of her underclothes were found several miles from where she was abducted and buried. From what I could find, they say a couple items of clothing. One article says stockings and a bra. I'm not sure how accurate that is, but some of her clothing was found. That seems strange that her clothing was just buried, but it also does kind of point to somebody else being involved, not just her running away because so it makes it I can see why the police and her family think that something happened and it wasn't just her deciding to leave. Correct. Um, On all accounts, it seems like they are 90 to 100 percent certain that this man is involved in her disappearance. However, they have not found Linda or any other evidence they've released to the public or told us that directly links them except for all the surveillance videos that they have. I'm kind of wondering if maybe they do have a surveillance video of the abduction or something more. I mean, they have something concrete enough that they were able to arrest him. I don't know exactly what that is, but this is all happened, you know, within a month's time, basically less than a month. So it's all still unfolding right now. The mystery has been solved. Here at Crime Over Coffee, our go-to caffeinated beverage for every episode is Fire Department Coffee. And you can get some as well and save 15% with our exclusive coupon code CRIMEPOD15. Owned and operated by firefighters and veterans, 10% of all their proceeds go directly to helping sick and injured first responders. And with an incredible range of flavors and caffeine strength, it's a company that all of us can easily support. So please go to firedeptcoffee.com and use our coupon code CRIMEPOD15 to support us, support them, help first responders, and get some incredibly tasty coffee along the way. 
as this continues to unfold, if there's updates, we will post something on our Instagram or we'll let you guys know if we hear anything else or see anything else. Right now, investigators are just looking for some more information and trying to locate Linda. Smoker's car is a Kia Rio. It's kind of like a reddish orange color. It is missing the front passenger side hubcap. It has black trim around it and an LCM sticker on the trunk. We'll post a photo of the vehicle as well. So what they're looking for is anybody who may have seen him or this vehicle in the area around the time of the abduction and if they have any more information that can help find Linda. In some of the press conferences, they talk about how no information is insignificant. They're really trying to reach out to the public for this and find out what happened to Linda. Linda Saltzfoods was born on November 18, 2001. She's 18 years old. She has brown hair, blue eyes. She's 5 foot 10 and approximately 125 pounds. She is a white female and we will post photos of what she looks like. They also did a photo of her where she's wearing normal street clothes and her hair down without the cap or bonnet so you can get a better idea of what she would look like not in her traditional Amish clothing. If you have any information you can contact police at 717-291-4676. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Crime Over Coffee. You can find us on Instagram at Crime Over Coffee or on Facebook at Crime Over Coffee Podcast, where all of our photo and video content for each episode can be found. You can also email us your thoughts and case suggestions at crimeovercoffeepod at outlook.com. Also, all of our sources can be found in the show notes of each episode. If you would like, you can support us by going to anchor.fm slash crimeovercoffee. Donations are greatly appreciated and assist in making the podcast possible. Other ways to support us include recommending us to friends and family, giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and subscribing to us on your favorite podcast listening medium. So again, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.